Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. I'm Pani. I'm your host. Super excited this week. We have a guest with us today. Super excited. We have my good friend, Taryn Jollymore, who is a life coach from Canada. And super excited to have her here. Tell us her story about being brave. Welcome, Taryn. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited to have this little conversation with you. Um, so to start off, won't you tell us just a brief little, who, who are you? Who's Taryn? It's funny. I feel like I should have prepared, even though I'm like, why do you prepare for that? Don't you know? So who's Taryn? Hi. Um, I still have the habit of wanting to say I'm a photographer because I have been a photographer for many, many years. But uh, about a year ago, I decided to become a life coach. And it's when I look back, I see how that completely makes sense. But it's funny how the path takes a while sometimes or leads you certain ways. So I am a life coach for creative introvert women starting a business. So I work a lot in, uh, with, in the field of arts. So with people starting more creative or arts businesses and like I said, introverts, um, I am an introvert and I find it really affects a lot of what I do and how I do it. Uh, a lot of how I see the world and when you are starting business for yourself and you're doing things in online spaces and marketing and all that, it's, it's, um, you know, there's kind of this introverted, extroverted thing. And it's very, it's very different. I think how I show up online and how, what the things I like, things I don't like are really determined by that. And uh, so I think introvert is an important part of my business and how I think about things. So I wanted to bring that to other people because I know people see that as a, as a challenge, but it's also, there's a lot of strengths in that. So that's a little bit of what I do. Awesome. And what made you make the shift from photographer to life coach? Like if there, I know it was a, it's a whole process. It's a whole process. It's okay. But like, maybe just like a, the, the cliff notes version of like what? For years, I have been describing myself as a problem solver. So even as a photographer, I saw myself as a problem solver. Like I would talk to clients and try to figure out what are their needs and then try to figure out how to meet those needs. And I would often basically try to show up in other ways that weren't photography ways. Um, And so that's why I say, when I look back, I can see how long I've been doing this. And when I look at life coaching, I really see that as, you know, it's, it's part coach and part problem solver. Um, I think people come to, me when they have some kind of a, a challenge or, or difficulty. And I, I'm able to sort of look through the jumble of problems or ideas or whatever else that I say, 
this, this is it. This is the one you need to focus on. I just seem to be able to, to look at that. So, um, what brought me there was kind of, like I said, looking at myself or defining myself as a problem solver for a long, long time, but the past few years, I have just not felt like a photographer. Um, it's, I think when I lived in the city, I had a big market. I did interiors and architecture, and there was a big market in the city. And then I moved home to start a family in a very, very small town of like 3000 people. And there are not many hotels and restaurants and things like that to support this business. So I pretty much raised my daughter uh, and did photography here and there, but I've known for a long time, I wanted to do something different. And it just felt like I was searching for more purpose and meaning. And so while I've always loved the medium of photography, I'm really excited to use it in what I do as a coach or what I do just in my own creativity and my own enjoyment of life now. Um, But it, it wasn't sort of fulfilling that purpose. It wasn't fulfilling that thing that I wanted to help people with just, so I, I've had this sense for years of wanting to do something bigger and it took me a while to figure out what that was, but now here I am. Yay. Yay. I love that. Like searching for more, like there was nothing wrong with photography. You loved yep. it, but it was, it was time for a change. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so what part of your brave, you're, you're, you're brave. That's a brave thing to do. All mm-hmm. the, I've heard of, uh, bunch of brave things already you know moving back moving pl- places starting a family all those things um completely switching gears but what part of your brave story do you feel like is the one that like you want to share that you're it's your top of the brave um well I, I think it is really switching careers uh, because I spent you know like I said in my introduction I still feel like calling myself a photographer like it's such a part of my identity that it can be really hard to switch careers. Um, it, especially as an entrepreneur where it's like, I have spent years building clientele and figuring out my identity and figuring out how to do this and, you know, promotion and, and all of those things that, um, you know, and I know any career, you know, it feels like a huge part of your identity. So to me, that was, a hard process to actually accept. So last year, um, how I met you was through a program called Made to Do This. And I went into that program wanting to figure out how to do something more with my photography. And every week or two, it would come up, you should be a life coach. And I'd be like, no, 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 I'm not switching careers. Like, no, I'm going to figure out how to make this photography thing work more purposeful. And it would come up again and again and again. And I kept pushing it down. I'm like, no, I'm not switching. I'm not learning something new. I'm not going back to school. I'm not taking courses. I'm not changing. I'm just figuring out how to do this better. And so I did the entire three-month program. And it was in the last week. I was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. It keeps coming back. I keep getting this nudge. I keep getting this message. And so for me, it was a really brave thing to actually lean into that, to actually say, okay, I hear you intuition and I'm going to throw away everything I know and do something different. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is, of course, you don't throw everything away. It, it just feels like that. 
So it is brave because it feels like you have to give everything up to start fresh. Um, but then what you realize as you go into it is that, no, of course you, you have been doing a lot of these things the whole time. And it's just a matter of doing it a little differently or doing it with more of a focus. So, you know, like I said, I'm still using my photography for my own enjoyment and you have to enjoy life and sort of have that creative side to be able to do a business, to be an entrepreneur, you know, you can't just throw it all away. So there's that. I'm also using my photography and my marketing and promotion. Um, I still, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really focusing on creatives and, and, uh, artists. So me being an artist is a good thing. Like me still following my photography as my own arts practice makes sense. So there are so many of these pieces that I thought I'd be having to start over and it's just figuring out how to rework it into my life and my business now. So, but there also was a lot of starting over. It's like, I don't know how to be a coach. What do I, what do I do that? And so uh, for me, the, the biggest part is just the belief, the belief that I can do something different, the belief that I can follow through and make this work. And, and yeah, that's, it's just been a really brave process to say, I'm going to do something completely different now. So, yeah. Um. I love that. I love how you said, you say it kept coming up. Let the coach thing kept coming up. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And what were some of the three, like, I understand the reasons, like, but what are, well, let me rephrase this. Sorry. Um, what, what do you think was some of your initial resistance? Like, besides just the obvious of like starting over, like what were some of the other things like you had to push through to, to accept that message from your intuition? Oh, it was definitely the, I'm, I'm not good enough. Like, what do you mean you want to be a coach? I have no idea how to be a coach. What are you talking about? You'll have to start over. You'll have to learn this. You'll have to, you know, just figure out how to do it. Like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what that looks like. That's not me. Right. It's, it's all the, it's all the limiting beliefs of, that is not me. I don't know how to do that. You know, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of hours doing something different. How can I, you know, start at zero? I know nothing. So it was, it was that it was being willing to start over and, uh, and build that belief and say, yes, I can do this. I do believe in myself. I have the ability. I do have many skills naturally and many things that I have already learned just in a different way. And I can also learn new things. I also can study this. I also can figure this out and that's okay. I love it. I love when people are okay with learning new things and they're like, oh wait, no, like, yeah, I may have spent a lot of time in this, but I'm, you're a capable person, right? And like acknowledging that, like, yeah, I can learn this. It's, it's going to be new and I, but I can learn it. I can figure it out. And that I love what you said too, about like, you don't leave everything behind. You take those things with you. You just adapt them. Right. And so have you found that maybe your photography has become more enjoyable again now that it's not the business? Um, yes. And no, I, I don't do it enough. It's still a practice that I haven't come back to enough. When I do it, I really enjoy it. And I want to embrace 
more the mindfulness side of it. I do enjoy that a lot. Um, I haven't taken enough time with it, but yes, it's nice to be able to just do nature photography and not do it as a business. And that was something that, you know, for a while, like I love doing it as business, but then, like I said, when I, when I sort of raising my daughter and coming back and not knowing how to do it as a business and kind of losing myself in that way, it's, it all disappeared. So it is coming back and it is coming back, uh, differently. You know, I'm, I'm creating posters with words kind of, you know, combining them differently than I, than I used to. And I feel like I've always wanted to do that. I've always had that in my mind, but I've never done it. So I am taking the time to express myself a little differently. And that's, and that is, that is enjoyable. That is fun. Do you, you said it's, it's enjoyable, but is there anything else? Like, how does that, is there a freedom in that? Expressing yourself in this new way? There definitely is. Um, I think, I, I think I feel like I'm, I'm not there yet. So I feel like I can see that down the road. I can see that vision. I can see that freedom and just enjoying myself and having fun. And I've, I've kind of had these ideas lately of, of actually still, you know, why can't I do photography courses? Why can't I do photography? Um, you know, like I said, I, I really love mindfulness and photography. I think they really go hand in hand because you're really in the moment. So there is a freedom there, but I feel like I haven't fully gotten into it. Okay. That's cool. I look forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's fun. And I love what you said about it's coming back differently than it was before. Mm -hmm. We're always shifting. We're always changing. And sometimes it's really hard and it takes a lot of being brave to be okay with things coming in a new way. And, and figuring those things out a new way. Um, so tell me just a little bit more. I know this because I know you a little bit, um, but tell me a little bit more of the, the unique side of your coaching with the nature aspect of it. It's funny how I always forget to talk about that. because that's the, one of the parts I'm most excited about. Um, I being a nature photographer is, you know, just nature is a part of my life, um, a huge part of my life. And it's where I go to, relax, to brainstorm, to problem solve, to think, to do pretty much anything. And I wanted to bring that into my business. I feel like nature, nature is important for everybody. And there's actually tons of scientific research and specific studies saying how, you know, people report a higher level of well-being with two hours of nature exposure in a week. And that's not altogether. That's an entire two hour session through a week. So it could be half an hour a day. It could be 20 minutes, one day, another, it's not that much. And it's consistently shown that you have a higher level of well-being if you spend time in nature. And for introverts, I feel that's even more important. Um, I think it's a really great way to let our minds relax, to get out of our offices and out of our usual environments. And so I wanted to bring coaching to nature. And I do that in two ways. Uh, I do that in-person sessions, which is a little more obvious. So we actually go into nature and 
you know, I, I talk with the client about where we're going to go and there's different levels. I typically don't go into crazy deep wilderness. It's usually something pretty accessible. It's, um, it's a park in the city. It's, uh, you know, a shoreline. It's, it's something that works. It's something that's, that's easy. That's not too crazy. That's typically not dangerous, but it's usually just somewhere you can go for a walk. And I find people relax about a lot of other things. Um, you know, sometimes sitting across from another human that you're not that familiar with in an office setting, it just feels uncomfortable and you kind of have to get past that. But in nature, we can just go for a walk. You can look at beautiful things. You can look at the trees. You can hear the wind through the leaves. You can just feel that comfort and ease that allows a lot of the things that stop us to go away. So, you know, kind of releases some of those inhibitions of what am I talking about? What do I need? Um, I find it just a freer conversation. And that's what I want to get to when I'm coaching is I want to get to that easy spot where you feel like you can express yourself and be free and get down to those important things. So that's, you know, tapping into your intuition and just feeling like more of yourself. So I find that that is a lot easier in nature. I enjoy it. So I find I can be more myself when I'm in nature, which means I can help you bring that out more in nature. So like I said, the in-person session is a little more obvious. The uh, I also do nature on virtual. Um, now, of course, that does look different because that is typically Zoom sitting across from each other in a way. Um, I have natural elements with me. That is more about nature-inspired homework or meditations. So I will typically lead somebody in a meditation, especially to start, and try to set you up in that comfortable space. So I would have you imagine your favorite place, your favorite, you know, sitting by a stream, sitting by a tree, um, picturing that environment so that it does set you at ease. So there is also a lot of research to say that just doing a meditation or imagining nature actually does put you in that mindset. So we start off a session that way and then I will give nature-based homework. So I will, you know, things that we'll talk about in the session, things that come up, I will then create some kind of a homework uh, experience for you to do that throughout the week. So whether that's something you do every day or something that you try to do once, it's often something like journaling in nature. Um, but it's, you know, I, I have specific things that I come up with depending on what we're talking about. So it's nature-based and it's still, you know, people really enjoy it because, you know, again, that's, that's how they like to do things. You know, introverts like to spend time in nature. So when I give them permission to go do your homework in nature, it's like, oh, wait, this is, this is work, but it's a reward. It's like, yes, yes, it can be both. <laughs> that is awesome. I love the way that you have brought your love for nature into, into your coaching and kind of sounds like you've figured out a way to kind of let nature do some of the heavy lifting of some of your. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I always make sure I don't say the words use nature because it's, 
you know, it's, it's a co-creation in a way, right? Like it's where they're with nature, but I also try to, you know, some of the homework is often gratitude towards nature, um, you know, different things that being a part of it, I feel that we often treat ourselves as so separate from nature. We live in houses and we build walls and we, you know, drive our cars and we, we buy all these material things, but and people seem to see nature as something separate, but we are nature. Like that's us, you know, we are, we are nature, just like a deer. Like if you look at a deer, you're like, well, that's nature. It's like, well, we are also walking, you know, we're, we're humans, but we're nature. We're from nature. We're there. We just need to reconnect more. And I find that's what gets us back to ourselves, that it's not separate. I love that. And I don't know that I've ever thought about it in that particular way. <laughs> like we are nature and we're just getting back to ourselves and making that connection. Isn't that what life is? Everybody's really looking for, right? Is the connection in this life. And I think that that's one that a lot of us don't take as much advantage of as, as we could. And it's one of the easiest ones, I think, to because people sometimes are hard to connect to. Nature's never hard to connect to. You just got to make a little bit of effort to get outside. Yep, exactly. Um, that's awesome. Ah, I love it. I love the nature things. Um, yeah. So what do you feel like in this whole journey took the most brave besides like your, yes, the beliefs, but what are some of the other things, maybe external things that you feel like took a little bit of brave I think um, it comes up over and over again. And it's, it's all these little things you have to show up over and over again, you know? So as, as an introvert, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of bravery and just putting yourself out there and, and being seen um, there's, and, and as a, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a coach, you know, I really, we all feel that those things are so connected to us. Like we are our business. So when we put ourselves out there, it's hard every time. And I stop myself all the time. And it's like, Oh no, you just have to put it out there. You have to do it again. And it's just, you know, to me, I think bravery is not big things all the time. It's the little things that you have to do every day. You just have to keep going. You know, you put an offer out, you don't get any takers and you say, all right, let's just keep going, you know, and you put something out and, you know, nobody likes it. And you're like, okay, let's do another one. You know, it's, it's just this, you know, constant, try it again, try it again, try it again. And then something does take and you're like, oh, see, it's because I did show up 10 times, not once. Right. Like it's, bravery is showing up over and over and over again. And I think that's, you know, to me, what it, what it is, it's been a process of doing it over and over again and trying this and trying this and just, you know, shift a little, try that, shift a little, try that and just keep going. I love it. Bravery is showing up over and over again. And that's I had the thought too, while you were saying that, and you said it beautifully, is it's all the little things that you do. Um, 
I love that you pointed that out because for me, I, I've, you know, sometimes we think of bravery as like the big, huge things, right? The, and they are the big, huge things. But so, if, you know, if people could look at you and say, oh, the big, huge thing was her shifting careers. But the, all they don't see all the little braves that it took you <laughs> to make yes. that that turn that, you know, maybe that 89 point turn. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's how it happened. It was, you know, like I said, I was taking a course, it was a 12 week program and I kept getting that nudge. I'm like, no. And I would do, you know, try this, try this, try this, try this, get that nudge, try this, try this, get that nudge, try this, try this. And all those little steps as I was ignoring the nudge were still going towards that. Right. So, and, and that's what it continues to be every day. Just do this, reach out to this person, try this, do a message do all of those little bits. So they are little and they are big. I love it. Yes. They are little and they are big. Um, (laughs) So what would you say, what what advice would you give to somebody else who is looking to make changes or, um, or go in and do a different direction? What advice would you have for them about their journey? It is the, taking little bits of brave action. And we, we learned that in that course, um, you know, that's what we were taught was the action leads to clarity. And it's very true, but I think sometimes we get overwhelmed with what action looks like. And we think, Oh, I have to do this big thing. And no, it's not. It's, you know, if you are thinking about trying something new, it might be reaching out to one person who does that thing and just having a conversation. Um, It might be, you know, oh, I'm an artist and I've, you know, I thought about, you know, showing or selling work in a store. Well, it might just be, again, you know, going to that store and having a conversation with the owner. And it doesn't mean that you've committed to anything. It just means I've had a conversation with the owner about what it takes to put my artwork out there. Cool. Now I know right like now you have one more little bit of information and all it was was a simple conversation. You didn't have to schedule it. You didn't have to show a portfolio. You didn't have to do anything other than just show up and ask for a couple minutes other time. And so, you know, that's one more little thing. And then after that, it's like, oh, now I'm going to actually do a piece of artwork in a new way that I've been thinking about. Um, Or I'm going to take a picture of it and post it online and just see what people say. Or, you know, there are all these little things that you can do, but so often we just sit there and twiddle our thumbs and, you know, we, we make artwork on our own and never show it to anybody, or we, um, you know, just think and wait. And it's just a matter of doing something small. Like I said, reach out to one person, write one message, go, go even look at a store you've been thinking about, like, you don't even have to talk to anybody that your first step could be just going in, go in, look at the artwork that's there. That's it. That was a win, you know, and recognize it as a win. I think when we do little things, we don't recognize that they are big things. And so, you know, I always encourage my clients to celebrate their wins and wins are very, very small and they don't seem like wins. Like, oh, you, you took an hour and and went in nature today and did some brainstorming. That's a win. And they're like, but I, but that felt, it was fun. It felt good. Well, still a win. Like it's supposed to be fun. Right. Like that's the thing that people, you know, they, they figure if it's fun, it's not 
a win. It should be hard. You know, I can only celebrate if it was hard. And it's like, well, no, it doesn't have to be hard. Just pick these little things, realize that, the, that you did something, congratulate yourself and enjoy it. That's it. I, I love that. It doesn't have to be hard. Um, I think that sometimes as humans, we think things have to be so hard mm-hmm. and we, we, if they're not super hard, we make them hard. And I think that's one way we hold ourselves back. So I love what you said. It doesn't have to be hard. It's okay that it's fun. Like it, yep. it, that can still be actual progress just because you had fun. Yeah. I have so many clients who are like, you know, they, they wait to go to nature as a reward for something. It's like, but what if going out in nature actually feeds your creativity? Don't, don't wait till after to do that. Like stop torturing yourself, go enjoy nature, feel better. Then you actually feel creative and you can go like, it's all part of the process. What we need to redefine what work is. (laughs) I love it. We do need to redefine what work is Mm -hmm. and what allows us to be able to do that work. Yes. You know, if it's, if it's 20 minutes in a pretty park or I know I, I now live in a place where it is more rural and it's smaller. There's more space and it's easier to get into nature, but I used to live in a place where there, that wasn't quite the case. And so right. sometimes my sister and I would just be going crazy because we grew up in the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and so we would get in the car and we would drive down by the lake and there was this pretty little loop you could go on and it was just, you know, but you're right. It shouldn't be the big reward. Just find what helps you get to be able to, to, to work and right. do it. Well, and that's it too. You know, you, you can't always like, I do have the luxury of being able to get into nature very easily, but even just putting more plants around yourself in your office, you know, there are ways to enjoy it or, you know, next time you are out at a, a park, can you bring home a piece of driftwood or a couple of really nice rocks or things that remind you of that space so that you can still put yourself in that mindset, even if you're not there. There's lots of ways to do it. We just have to, that takes a little extra effort, but it's still doable. Yeah, I, I love that. And maybe not having it be so such big things. Maybe it's sitting out on the patio with your coffee or, yeah. you know, exactly watching the sunset. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And I've even, you know, I took an ecotherapy certificate and it was interesting how there was one time they were talking about this, you know, somebody in a city and they really didn't have access to it. And they were working with kids and they, they even had the child sit beside a crack in the sidewalk where a plant was growing through and that's nature. Right. And that, that is its own story, you know, for resiliency. I mean, there's, you can find it anywhere. Yes. You live in a city, but there is some plant growing through some crack in a wall. That's amazing. Right. And, and that can be its own appreciation of look how hard that little plant is working to make that happen. And that can be inspiring. I love that. There is always something we can find with nature. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, is there anything else you want to do? Any last thoughts before we? I would say just, you know, on the, on the bravery idea, it's, you know, everybody is being brave in little ways. And it's typically that we're not recognizing that in ourselves. 
it's that we downplay what we do. It's that we, you know, it's that whole not good enough thing. Oh, I, no, I'm not, I'm not brave. I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not doing anything interesting. But like I said, that one little tiny action going into a store you've never been in before, just because you want to see what it looks like, that can be brave. You know, talking to one person that can be brave, even having a conversation with a stranger, you're out in the park and, and uh, you know, you're looking at a flower and somebody walks by, you're like, Hey, isn't that flower pretty? That can be brave. Like sometimes talking to, you know, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Like, does it matter if you say this flower is pretty to a stranger? No. But if you're not used to talking to strangers, that can be a way to be brave. Well, okay. I talked to that stranger today. So now I can talk to this stranger in a coffee shop who is doing, you know, she's reading a book that I'm interested in. I'm going to talk to that person. You know, it's all these little tiny, tiny things add up and make us more brave. And so I think it's, for me, it's the little things that I want to say that you are already doing little things. And those little things can add to slightly less little things and keep going and going. Awesome. I love that. Little things add up. They really do. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I have really enjoyed our conversation and, um, how can people work with you if they would like this nature coaching? Well, thank you. It's very exciting to share this. Um, I have a website and it's TarynJ.com. I tried to make it kind of short, but I will spell it T-A-R-Y-N-J.com. And that's probably the easiest place to find me. I'm on social medias, Taryn underscore Jollymore, but that's a longer one. So just TarynJ.com and you can find my other stuff there, but that says a little bit about what I do for the coaching and the programs and, and uh, yeah. That's we will good. also link all of those things in the show notes as well. So that awesome. people can find you easily. Um, yes. Thank you so much for being here. Well, you're welcome. And thanks for having me. It's been really fun. I love talking about this sort of thing. And uh, I think, you know, the, the brave and the, the coaching and the, you know, it, it really is a good match. So it was really fun to be here. And I think what you're doing is very brave and sharing this with other people is, is lovely. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, You can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.